Hey everybody, and welcome to the Waterbury Palace Theater's Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom the Suit Force. You may know me from my other podcast called Chasing the Blues. We are excited to be here with the Waterbury Palace and our great sponsor, Ion Bank. We always talk to Connecticut musicians. I am a Blues Hall of Famer, uh, live in Connecticut, and I love to talk to the local musicians who are doing a lot. This is state that is full of music quality. So uh, today is no different. Today, we are talking to a guy that I'm really impressed with, and his name is Peter Morsey. Hey, Pete, how you doing? Hey, Tom, how you doing today? I'm doing just great. So, Pete, I have been listening to your music. Uh, You are with a a group called Murmur. Yes. And I have uh, gone through a bunch of your tunes. um, And, man, I got to say, I really like it. One one of the things I like about it, (laughs) when I started to listen to it, I instantly categorize this, okay, this is kind of heavy metal. Uh, I'm going to hear, you know, screaming guitars and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's going to it's going to morph into that. And that, that's cool. But then all of a sudden I heard violins, you know, and uh, and uh, definitely a lot of synth, um, I guess. I'm, I'm assuming it's synthesizer. So uh, c- explain wh- what you consider your music to be, because it's not what I just said. Right. Uh, well, Murmur, I think, you know, it started out just as like a duo of myself and Ryan White, just sitting around playing our guitars and harmonizing and then eventually morphed into a, a larger band. But, you know, we we consider ourselves more along the line of like a folk band or neo folk or with darker topics. Sometimes we call it dark folk, but it's, I mean, it's very, um, very mellow and very soothing music, I would assume, to most people. Um so if we had to put a label on it, I would probably put it under some type of folk category. <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I think you're right. Uh, although um, it's got a dark, haunting feel mm-hmm. to it. And it's not, um, you know, sometimes when people think of folk, they might think of, you know, you know, the magic dragon kind of right. deal, Peter, Paul and Mary. This right. ain't that. Uh, no. no, this is something different. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's quite different, uh, I, and I applaud you for that. It's uh, it's not the same old, same old. Yeah, thank you. I'm coming from like I've been playing music since I was I think 14 years old, and I'm uh-huh. closing in on 50 now. And when I first started playing music, I was involved in underground punk rock scene, and and then into a heavier bands, like more of like heavy metal type stuff, but always my love behind the scenes was never bands like that that influenced me. It was always like um, things from Leonard Cohen and Tom Waits to Nick Cave. And that was like my true love in music. And I always wanted to express myself in that way. And as the years passed, I was like, why, why am, why aren't I doing the things that I love? And, you know, about three years ago, that's when Murmur started. And it, uh, at this point, there's nothing else I really want to play besides Besides being a murmur, <laughs> well, that's that's great. And 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 is it a duo or is it more? Well, we've we've started as a duo and we played some shows together as just the two of us. But as we recorded the record, we you know we brought in um, other 
uh, musicians from the area, you know, to play uh, percussion and drums and bass and second guitar. And we've also used, like, the strings you've heard on the record aren't synth. It's an actual string section composed by um, our friend Randy Slaw, who's down in um, Nashville. And he... Um, brought in these musicians and composed the music for us how we wanted it. And so there's times we, we haven't played much, especially since COVID hit, but our last show we played was last December in New Haven. And uh, we played with a full string section from the Yale Repertoire Theater. And, um, oh, wow. you know, we had, I think we had 10 people on stage with us that night. And we, you know, played through almost the whole record and some other songs just as as it was recorded which was uh, a fun, like a feat for me which i never thought i'd be standing on stage doing something like that and it was uh it worked out so well so we're always trying to plan events like that where we can play as the full band but if it, we can always always strip our songs back down to a two-piece as well yeah you know um i mean this isn't advice but i i do this sometimes uh you know i have a full band but I have all my tracks are professionally done, so I have backing mm-hmm. tracks, and sometimes yep. I take them with me just because I'm bored to be, you know, that yep. single single guitar slinger. Right. Uh, we've we've done that as well too, where we brought in our own like our samples from the actual music and and used that instead of playing out with other people when it wasn't uh, convenient for us to have other players with us. So. That is a good way to to uh, fill out the the sound of the songs, definitely. Yeah, my my advice to anybody who does that: don't be sleepy because um, yeah. if you decide <laughs> to go an extra verse, nobody's going with you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> so this is this album, uh, which I'm like I say, I'm very impressed with. Is called mm-hmm. the Boundless Black. Right, and um, I I read some stuff on it, and it boy, it, it's true. It's it's uh, it, it's uh, haunting, and it and it definitely has that ancient folklore kind of mm-hmm. feel to it. Um, oh, man, I, I and and it's it's dark, which I I'm I'm a fan of dark, but mm-hmm. um, always have I I'm accused of writing too dark as as a matter of fact um but i I see some positive under underpinnings Mm -hmm. in your in your lyrics so can you talk about that a little bit yeah i mean a lot of the music does like you said it touches on darker topic topics but with with light shining through and and hope coming from desperation and you know we we've had some um like some of the topics are, are personal related to me which I think I wrote eight of the 12 songs lyrically on the record. And uh, some of them come from things like my own, like problems with sleep paralysis and, and like, um, shoot. just like many things in like, in my life that I've struggled through that I try to convey through music and you know? uh-huh. I'm kind of a little stuck for words right here. I might have to cut this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, Listen, the emotion uh, is fine. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's what music is, man. You know? Right. It's uh, in I, fact. I sent you. Sorry, I, I sent you over three of three of the, of the four videos that we made, and one of them was called 
long before the light, um, which we recorded, we actually filmed the video in my old house in Waterbury before I moved. Wow. And, and I had my daughter, the young girl, and there was my daughter, Greta, and the older girl was my goddaughter, um, Jenna. And we used my family in the video and a lot of friends. And, you know, that song was basically a take on how you want to keep your children close as you're younger. And you tell them these 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 tales where you almost put some a bit of fear into them so they don't stray too far from from the family and and go over their boundaries so you're going to keep them close to you and as they grow up they realize why you did those things for them and they pass on what they've learned from you to their children and uh it was one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. I got to tell you, um, you shot that in your house, man. Um, I, I looked at all all of your work, and um, the Long Before the Light uh, was a very interesting video. I I, uh, I was captured by it, so uh, kudos on that, man. Mm, thank you. You know, it's funny. When you said that, I was thinking about my mom. My mom really believed in scaring the hell out of you. So she... <laughs> so, I, in my little mind, she knew somebody who lost a finger, somebody who lost an arm, somebody who was decapitated. She always started off by, oh, you got your hand out the car door. You know, I know a kid who lost his hand. One time, oh, I'm, yeah. in, one time I'm in a place and she off, she orders a hot dog for me and I'm so excited. And just before I go to eat, she goes, you know, I know a little boy who sucked that hot dog down and died right in a diner. <laughs> So I'm a little nuts. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So um, uh, l let's talk about the river. Uh, that's another very, very well done uh, video. Uh, great song. Thank you. Um, it, we actually went to White Memorial in Litchfield. Okay. And with, and in the middle of the winter, with you know about fifteen of us, and I wrote the storyboard for. Um, the video and how I wanted it to be and the, and the look and the aesthetics of it. And we kind of just like blasted through there on these hiking trails. <laughs> and while we, as we were shooting the video, I'm not sure if people were coming by and they were, you know, they were kind of like frozen wondering what was going on when they saw, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these people in green cloaks and, and carrying these like kind of occult items in their hands. And uh, it, it was a fun day to say the least, but the river uh, song wise is a, um, it's almost like a tale that I wrote. It didn't come directly from a story. Um, and it was something I put together from, from just my mind, creating kind of like a, a folklore to, to the song. I've always been interested in, in mythology and local lore, especially New England. Yeah. And um, yeah. that is like, I'm like a rabid reader of, of anything in that realm from the ghosts and the paranormal to, to mythology and tales of, creatures in the woods and and witches and the history of it all and it's just something that's always like captured my imagination and um, i'd like to put some of that into my music um, especially the look of it all our music without the video is you can take it anywhere you want with your mind but how we transferred it onto film is just like creating these little mini movies to go along with it. And uh, it's just something that I really, really, really love. 
Yeah, I really like that. Uh, the video, the videos are really uh, professionally done. So I, I'm trying to understand this. Did you do this video yourself, or did you have? Uh, well, we have a friend. His name is Edwin, who lives in Bridgeport, and he has a production company. And he's we we shot all the videos we did with him, which were three, were all one day, one and done for a set price. And the guy is incredible, and he has a professional like 4K red movie quality video camera and basically we would get together and we would write what's called the treatment you know the actual what we're going to do in the video and lay out the storyboards and right and we would just get to work and it was very easy to work with him and he it looks like a hundred thousand dollar video at the end of the day and it's uh you know, I, I would buy my props through Amazon or local stores and what I needed. And like in the long before the light video, we had a, um, the costume. It was like almost like the tree man. Mm-hmm. And um, I found this person through Facebook because I put out um, a post asking for any costume designers. And this, this woman was tagged in it and responded to me. And she won. She was a costume designer that won one of the TV shows. I forget what it was called. It was like a mask, mask on or something like that. And it was a, it was a popular TV show at the time for people that were creating um, costumes. And she was the top winner. And she said, "I have extra time because I needed it in a pinch." And in two weeks, she created this like beautiful costume. And I had to go pick up New York City, and uh, that's how we kind of put these things together. We just get what we can on the budget that we can and it works out really well yeah i'm um i'm really impressed with with all of that what was the name of the because we have a lot of musicians that listen to this and of course a lot of them are from uh new england uh what's the name of the production company Can I give it a quick look up for you, and we can cut this out? <laughs> you know I what? Can. You can do that while we're while we're chatting. Yeah, That's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, one of the things that I understand is that some of your songs are going to be featured in an FX show. Yes. Uh, can you kind of give me a little bit of background on that? Yeah. Well, first off, let me premise it with this, with um, or preface it with this. When we first started the band ryan and i we really were my dream was to always write for film and tv and we were talking like these songs they just have this feel that they need to be like on a score or a film you know a soundtrack to something and um as we went along and people started hearing it they're like i can picture this in such and such a movie or the closing credits or during a montage in this film yeah oh yeah these are definitely those kinds of uh, songs and um, so as we move along, you know, playing music my whole life, I have friends in, in a lot of the industry, whether it's music or film or TV. And one of my great friends growing up, you know, uh, Elgin James, who was from Morris, but moved all over Boston, L.A., he got into film years ago and he ended up becoming the executive producer for the Mayans TV show on FX, which was a spinoff of sons of anarchy uh-huh. tv show which was like the biker based oh, yeah. um yeah. show so he, he about a year ago he reached out and he said i really love murmur i'm going to do my best to help you guys out and try to get you into uh one of my movies or a tv show and we didn't talk much about it and i'm not one for like pressing people or asking but then about two months ago he um he shot me an email and he said i'm 
I'm on the third season this year, I'm going to get one of your songs on the show, you know, and they, they said we requested long before the light. And I was like, Oh, this is incredible. It's like, Oh, my dreams are like coming true finally. And we sent the song over there. Um, I think it's going to be on episode five or six of the new season, but I'm pretty sure it's like episode five. And a week ago they reached out again. And now they want a second song from us for another episode, which fantastic. I can't, I couldn't believe it. And now once that gate opened, we we've got a, an email from another person in LA who wants to use some of our music for another TV show. So we're in talks with them right now as well. So I'm praying that this next year opens up some big doors and um, we could start doing what we were set out to do. So, so Peter, uh, your, your partner's name, I don't think we've mentioned it and I bet he's going to be very upset with you. So what's his, uh, what's his full name? His name is Ryan White. And he goes by Ryan Patrick White as well. He he was also a person that came out of the same very similar music scene as myself, playing like punk rock or metal type of bands. Mm -hmm. And um, but he's a brilliant singer songwriter as well. And he was in this other in independent rock band called Call It Arson from Connecticut, and they were from the Shoreline, like Higginham area. And um, they had a really big local following and and out out of state as well. Um, he was one of the main singer songwriters in the band um that when that band finished him and i you know we became, we've known each other for years but we became really good friends and we started we always said we wanted to sing together so we started writing and um that's how the murmur had started but he is honestly one of the most talented guys i've ever worked with in my life he has a beautiful voice um he is a great songwriter you know we share equally on a lot of stuff but um he is really brilliant at putting things together. Well, that's um, great. You know, yeah. um, if you can, being a guy that's been in a trillion bands, uh, mm -hmm. bands are like the worst marriage on the planet. Uh, if you can do it as two and you can bring other musicians in, man, I, I got to tell you, that's uh, those of you out there who are thinking about doing this. That's boy, that's a great way to go especially mm -hmm. in today's economy. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, Pete, uh, in a second. Uh, right now, I want to uh, let everybody hear about our great sponsor, Ion Bank, and then we'll be right back. The pandemic has affected our business. We are down roughly 70%. I was nervous. I was scared. When the PPP loan program was announced, the first people we reached out to were our partners at Ion Bank. We were very, very pleased to be approved through Ion Bank, and they took the time and the effort to make sure that we were going to be okay. The team at Ion Bank has just done everything possible and went above and beyond, as they always do. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Concert Conversations. I am Tom the Suit Forced, and today we are talking to a great musician, singer-songwriter uh, of a duo called uh, Murmur, and his name is Peter Morsey. Peter, we were just talking about the fact that you have uh, kind of entered into the, uh, the movie scene, uh, writing some of your music and that kind of thing. And I, I know with the way things are going, especially because I'm a musician myself, that things have, uh, slowed down for, uh, most of us out there. Um, mm -hmm. what are you doing these days when, uh, you know, with COVID and, and, and everything shut down? How are, how are you faring? 
Um, well, obviously, live music is going right out the window. Um, I, I'm also a local business owner in, in Waterbury. I own a Brass City Tattoo, which um, we just moved from our old location up until Oakville section on Watertown Avenue. Um, I've had other, other businesses in town. One we just sold um, recently, which was called the Black Market Kitchen, my wife and I, which was a meal prep business. And I also owned like a large screen printing business for years, wow. which, I, which I sold a little while back as well. So I've mainly been focusing on the tattoo shop and music for the last couple of years. Um, this year was pretty tough for us playing out live music wise. Um, besides Murmur, I was in two other bands, which were actively playing all over the world um one was my first band it was called forced reality which i started when i was 13 14 years old wow. and to this day the band after we stopped playing around 1990 then uh, several incarnations since then but that band kind of achieved like some type of cult following and over the years we've you know we would do mini tours all over all over the country parts of the world um and my other band which you emailed me about was 100 demons which was a, a larger band i was in which was a, a constant touring band for years out of my life and we played everywhere um from all over asia and, and europe south america constant touring in north america um canada and um so during this past year with all three bands i, I had at least 40 shows that were canceled mm. um all over the country and yeah. big festivals we were playing in, in Europe. And uh, so it was kind of a, a letdown because it was a big a year for me for music. Um, but I took it all in stride and realized, you know, if we can't do that, we're just going to sit back and we're going to write and create. So during all this time, you know, Murmur recorded another uh, eight song record, which is just about completed. We're just finishing the mixing of the strings and the, and the keyboard uh, piano. And um, we're hoping to have um, like an early summer release on that. Do you have a title um, at this point? No, no title yet, and no okay. artwork yet. And that's like one of the last things uh, we oh, have sure. to put together. Sure. But um, we're going to see where that heads. Um, it's independent, re released on my own label. Then we have um, our own distribution, not our own distribution. We have distribution from um, um, a couple of ours places in the in america they get our music everywhere and then we have it on every streaming platform as well so um that's 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 the plan for murmur hopefully we can get some um shows lined up soon but i'm not sure exactly when anything's going to open up for us just yet well i am sure that the palace theater in waterbury would love to uh <laughs> would love to have you guys there. Um, I, I, that would be a dream to be a, play on that stage as our full band with our full string section. That that would be a dream for me, especially yeah. growing up in Waterbury and you know and being um, attending the Palace many many times. I would that would be incredible. Yeah, the the Palace Theater uh, is, is is magnificent. They have done mm -hmm. an amazing job. It's a twenty six hundred seat theater. Uh, right in the heart of uh, Waterbury. Uh, it is a beautiful place. Uh, it is. Not only the stage, but I did a, a presentation about uh, the second half of life, uh, changing careers, that kind of thing, uh, upstairs 
and it was beautiful and everybody's yeah. so nice uh it is so it's such a grand place as soon as you step foot to those entry entryway doors it is it takes you to another place yeah exactly it's it beautiful it and beautiful. uh and that place will be open again so uh, make sure everybody mm -hmm. thinks about that so so with the covid thing you are uh spending more of your time than it sounds like writing and and recording yes. yeah yeah, we've been in the studio um, for the last few months. We record mostly local at uh, Silver Bullet Studios in Burlington, which is owned by my good friend uh, Greg Thomas, um, who, who actually plays with us in Murmur as well. And he's an incredible like uh, um, studio um, owner and uh, producer of, of music. He's, mm -hmm. He travels everywhere and brings in... Um, works in other studios and has bands flying in all the time from all over the country at his place. It's really, really top-notch um, studio. And we're really lucky to have him on our side because we can do some great work with him in his place. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So tell me post-COVID, all right? So let's say that guys like me, you know, I'm getting my second shot uh, this Friday. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm excited. Very excited because I almost feel invincible uh, comparatively. Right. Um, if in the perfect world, uh, what do you see Murmur doing in 2021 uh, and 2022? Um, well, honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I've been playing music for so long. There's never a chance of me ever going back out full-time touring. Um, I just it was too much for me over the years, uh, you know, leaving three months, four months at a time, yeah, coming yeah. home for two weeks, heading back out for months again. And with Murmur, it's a different thing. So I feel like what I would, what I would ideally love to do is get the band known a bit more and be able to just play select dates in big cities, fly to where we're going to play festivals, play theater type shows as a full, right. full band. And, um, be out there and maybe play, you know, 20 to 30 shows a year and, and just to support our music when it comes out. Ideally, I'd love to keep what we're doing and writing for film and TV, and hopefully that will uh, carry us through a lot of the times. Well, you know, um, it's interesting you would say that. Um, I have spoken to uh, real star musicians uh mm -hmm. i mean like major star musicians and and then i've talked to the regional guys and then i've talked you know who are touring constantly and i've talked to the local guys uh they're all saying a lot about they had time to take stock during this mm -hmm. and so there was a positive you know i um i'm just uh, uh oats uh from hall and oats he was uh, when I was interviewing him. He said, "You know, I got a chance to spend more time with my family." Uh, right. Really, he wrote a, a a full blues album that he's it, it's uh, it was out just out a while ago. Uh, and I, when I interviewed him, he said that he said, "You know," and and I was talking to guys, uh, uh, really big stars who were just simply saying things are going to be different when I get out there next time. I'm, I'm not going to kill myself in the activity trap. Uh, right. And then when I talk to regional guys, you know, and local guys, even they're saying, you know, I'm, t I'm at least I'm tired of doing the bar for 30 people. 
you know, uh, for three hours. You can't you can't be a star when you're doing that. And, and I totally buy into that. I will not mm-hmm. be doing that kind of thing this year. I if I don't do festivals and if I don't do theaters like beautiful theaters like Palace, uh, then you know what? I just stay home and I will write and uh, and produce my music and. And that will be it, because because the rest of it, a lot of times, is not really fulfilling. At least at least for me and some of the people I've spoken with. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've, I've spent this past year accomplishing other things that I probably wouldn't have been able to do because of the time that we had. You know, and uh, I some people thrived through through the lockdown and through COVID and pandemic, and you know. Some people obviously didn't, but it was uh, it was a good experience for me on a lot of levels, you know, being able to, like, spend the time at home, spend the time with family, spend the time with the, the musicians that I work with and be able to have our music come out in different ways, you know, and spending the time recording, which was like... Just just great experience for myself. Yeah, and boy, I tell you, your your stuff is absolutely great. So, Peter, uh, tell me, how can people get a hold of you and your music? Um, well, we we have social media accounts under Facebook and Instagram um, under either search murmur, and I think our tag on uh, Instagram is at summon murmur. Um, our music is streaming on every site, um, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, um, you name it, it's there. Um, our videos are everyone on YouTube. We have our own channel on there under Murmur as well. Um, we have a booking agent, but right now we're, there's nothing really going on. Um, the last few shows we did, we basically, the local type ones, we set up ourselves but anyone could just contact us through any of our social media accounts or summonmurmur at gmail.com. That uh, is that your website? I didn't catch that. Say it again. Yes. Summon murmur. Say say the first word. I'm a little hard of oh, hearing. Sorry. You know, I'm a musician. Summon, S U M N S U M M O N, summon murmur at gmail.com is Perfect. our Perfect. email and summonmurmur.com is our website. All right. Well, thank you, Peter. Peter Mercy. Yeah, Tom, thank uh, you. It was a pleasure. Uh, really a great, uh, great band. People, you guys got to really check this out. Uh, if No matter what kind of style you are musically in your musical taste, uh, you're going to love Murmur. I mean, it really, it does. It brings in so many styles together. The music is very evocative. Uh, uh, it's it's dark, but it has a nice positive underpinning. It it talks mm-hmm. about real life. I th- I think that's the that's the point that sometimes people miss. That's not dark. That's just life, you know. Right. So thank you so much um, for being a part of this. And you know what? When you do your next album, we'll have you back on Definitely. concert thank conversations. You, and uh, and we wish you the best, man. Thank you very much. It was a a pleasure talking to you. 
All right. This is Tom the Suit Forced, and as you know, you are listening to Concert Conversations, brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, and also our great sponsor, Ion Bank. So make sure that you stay tuned for all the shows that are coming up, and also double-check my new album. It's called uh, World of Broken Hearts, and you can catch that anywhere uh, on the planet. And also check out ChasingTheBluesPodcast.com. I talk to a lot of blues rock stars, and uh, uh, it's been a good year for us, and we are in our third season, almost 100-plus shows. So this is Tom Forrest, and Concert Conversations. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks so much.